0: Thank you for listening to Cinematic Reviews. This is a review for the Studio Illumination's most recent movie, Secret Life of Pets 2. Secret Life of Pets 2. Yes, it is a sequel. If you haven't seen the first one, you might want to go before going to this movie. But I wouldn't say it's necessary. So if you're wondering if you should take your kids to go see Secret Life of Pets 2 and you're just going to be confused because it's a sequel, don't even worry about that. There's not enough there to tie into the previous movie. That's, it, it, it's just not going to cause you any trouble, so go for it. The story in general of Secret Life of Pets follows the life of certain pets that live in an apartment building, and when the owners leave, they interact in, yeah, unrealistic, but some charming ways together. And the story writers make good use of different pet stereotypes to get some laughs out of kids and even sometimes out of adults. At least me, but maybe I'm immature. I don't know. Our main lead is Max, who now happily with a brother, another dog, is living together and they're doing it harmoniously. So that is something that played into the last movie. So if you haven't seen that, you could see how that relationship builds up. Their human ends up having a baby, and Max forms a special bond after going through the terrible uh, small baby phase of that child's life. And then he ends up kind of suffering some anxiety in relation to his to his future and the safety of this baby. He really wants to take care of it, and he feels responsible. So he's got a lot of anxiety and, and things like that he's, that he's going through. Also, if you're wondering, no, they did not keep Louis C.K. as the voice actor for Max, as they had in the last movie. He was replaced by Pat Noswell, who I feel fit very, very well, perfectly even. The plot of this movie is quite strange to me. It's not very coherent. You know, if, if you're just looking at a, at a plot, if you were to put this thing on the whiteboard and kind of draw it out or diagram it out, each pet basically has a separate story that they go through. And this is to the point that it almost feels like there were a few short stories just edited together to make up a feature length film. The stories do come together in the end, although it feels a little contrived or a little bit forced. And, and that's I mean, that's just my opinion. But I, I do feel like uh, they, they could have made the plot structure a little more cohesive and made each of the pets going goings on a little more relevant to each other. Hopefully that makes sense. I I was able to take my girls to go see this movie. And I think there was a lot of joy in seeing them react to the silly humor and the pet quirks. And if you didn't know, my girls joined my wife in a lot of her cat rescue efforts. So a lot of times I'm at work doing my thing there. You know, Chelsea's at home with the girls and she does a lot of volunteer work for for rescuing cats specifically. And the girls get to tag along. And, and it's something I'm really grateful for because they see someone doing a lot of good in the world. And, you know, they, they see that uh, it's a good thing to dedicate time to doing good in this world. But uh, so that's kind of a random point. But it, with her in these cat rescue efforts, they get very familiar with the animal world. And so they get a lot of these little subtle things with the pets. And it was actually a lot funner to look over and watch the faces of my children as they're watching the movie than it was to just watch the movie itself. You know, that just that joy in watching their faces light up and how much they're cracking up at just really stupid things like a cow farting or whatever it is, you know. And and, and yeah, there's some cheap jokes that are more for kids. But man, it's so it's so much fun to just watch your kids' eyes light up. So there is some of that to be had if you have children to take to this movie. Do I think the movie was all bad? Absolutely not. There are some great themes in the movie that I feel are relevant and applicable to adults as well. You know, what? there's, I mean, anxiety rates and depression rates are very sky high right now in the adult population. And I feel like uh, some of the messaging in this movie would help maybe give some people some courage to get over some of that. There, there is some humor that I think adults will find enjoyable, and this is by no means the worst animo- animated movie this year. And if you're going to take your family to the movies, this isn't a bad choice at all. Now, I wouldn't necessarily recommend adults going without kids. Like If you're going to ask someone on a date, or you're going to go with your significant other, or what have you to a movie, this is not the one I would pick to go to. This is something I think would be best enjoyed with children, unless you're just a fan of, of children's movies in general. In which case, go for it. I, I do think in general, though, there's not going to be enough substance for adults. It's, it's just it's not a Pixar movie. Let's just say that. It's no Pixar. It is odd to hear Harrison Ford as a voice actor. I'm sure he's done it before. And there's probably some things I don't know about that he's done. But it just it's like a little jarring because, you know, him from so many iconic roles and he likely just needed a paycheck. As I know from interviews, you know, he's rather fond of money. But who isn't, right? And who could blame him? And his voice really lent itself well to the role he plays. You know, he's he plays more of a mentor to the lead character than an actual lead character himself. But Harrison Ford's curmudgeon ways adds a nice bit of humor and gravity to the movie, I think. It's good to have him there. It isn't the worst from Illumination, and it isn't the best. It's somewhere in the upper-middle ranking of their movies, I'd say. And if you take your kids, I think you'll have some fun. Go on discount day or catch the matinee to save a few dollars. It's not something you absolutely have to, like, make some definite plans to go see. But if you're in the mood for a movie, you're wondering what to take your kids to, this is a good option. But like I said, discount day or matinee, that's the way to go. It, it isn't worth more than that, but it is going to be fun. It's going to be fun for your kids, especially and it's going to be fun for you to watch your kids Have fun. And so I give Secret Life of Pets a C. And that's right, just a straight C. And just remember that C's get degrees. Hey, everybody. Did you enjoy this movie review? If so, please take the time to review my podcast on iTunes using the link in the episode description. Also, be sure to follow me on Twitter, at Cinematic. That's Cinematic with two T's to stay up to date on my latest content and other happenings. Thank you for listening. I see you at the movies.